This is Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, the sleepy Desiree. I am tired. Hi. Just woke up from a nap. (laughs) I did. It was a pretty long nap, but I knew I wasn't going to get through the show with the headache. So I'm like, I'm tired. My eyes are going. Droop, droop. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that would probably be the best noise to watch a person's eyes droop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have to be awake and alert and provide an entertaining show. I'm always entertaining. You know, the last week of August in 2020, the world's been falling apart. Hurricane Laura's about to hit landfall in Texas and Louisiana. Like, everything's falling apart. We need to do a good show. We do need to do a good show. And if, I hope any of our listeners aren't in the... Oh. Uh, me too, me too. I definitely hope none of them are in the path. If you are, well, I, mean, I hope you were able to download this before your internet went out. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's right, because we only care about people... Listening, not actually being harmed. Yeah, of course. Haha, ha, just kidding. <laughs> so, anyways, I am going to start off this. I have a. This is not like my normal setup okay. for stories. So, I'm going to go up, then I'm going to go down, then I'm going to come back up. So, I'm going to be the Alan Downer. Okay, that sounds cool. Except it isn't like super sad. Thankfully. I don't have anything super sad this week. I have a, some little, like, holy cows, but nothing super sad. Holy cows? Yeah. Wow. It's going to be like... Like, like, you know, Indian cows from India? They're holy? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, and it's probably because I'm half awake right now, you said, like, Indian cows, and I'm like, how are they holy? And then it dawned on me, you meant the country. <laughs> yes, I meant the country, <laughs> India. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, my head. Wow. Okay, anyways, um, my first story is about construction on a house remodel of a house you just buy, because hmm. it's old. House remodel. I know. It's my favorite subject in I the know, world. I know, because we do that. I mean, yeah. currently oh. even working on our house. Hey, it saves us money. It does. It, uh, it saves us money. It's my least favorite thing we do. I don't mind. This project... I am not a fan of, though, just because, well, now I'm fine with it, now yeah. that we've started it. However, it took us two years to get into the project, because I, mean, I was very hesitant. It's like, not a mistake that people say, I don't do windows. Like, <laughs> trying to do windows <laughs> is not fun. <laughs> windows and the fact that it's the one thing, if you don't get it right, you could regret it yeah, all winter regret long. Yeah, for a long time. Doors, I will not touch, though. We are hiring somebody yeah. for that. So. I mean, it's nothing, you know, there's nothing better than living in a house where the windows are all a half inch, the holes are a half inch too small for a standard size window. <laughs> <laughs> Only on the height. It's perfect for width. Perfect for the width, yeah. Mm-hmm. But half inch, or, yeah. But it's not too bad. It's no. not too bad. It's a lot easier than what I was anticipating. Yeah. I was so nervous. Okay. Anyways, so this guy, um, Robert Spann, he was the original owner of the house, and he had a habit of hiding cash and other valuables oh, in unusual sweet. places. Yeah. Well, his two daughters, they knew this, and they knew his pattern. So for seven years, seven years, they kept the house after he died. Um, as And they found, like, stocks and bonds mm-hmm. and cool. um, hundreds of military-style green um, 
ammunition cans with coins in it or cash wow. or I mean it was just a bunch of random stuff. Yeah. Well then in 2008 um they eventually sold the house cuz they had like found all the money and everything out mm-hmm. of the house. And the couple decided to remodel so they hired somebody and the contractor that came in found $150,000. Holy cow. So the contractor just took the money, didn't tell the couple. Oh. <laughs> and um, eventually, one of the workers told the couple about okay. this. Yeah, can't and keep I'm a assuming, secret like that. Well, I'm assuming it was somebody who found it and then went, you're just going to keep it all and you're not going to give any share of it? it? Yeah. Well, fine. I'm just going to tell the house tell. owners yep. and, and you're going to have to give it all to them. And I mean, that is, if, even if the house homeowners don't know it exists, that's theft. It's still their property. Like it, it, <laughs> It's their house. Yeah. Um, but it ended up going to court because the homeowner sued the contractor. And okay. in the state of Arizona, the judge made them give the money to the two daughters because okay. it was their father's. Yeah. So it's not even the homeowner's. It still makes sense. I mean, it's- so according to Arizona laws or courts, they state that if you find money in the old house, it is the original owner's or their next of kin. Cool. So these people who went to court and spent money over this anything. money, they didn't get anything. Yeah. See, out I'm, of I'm it. not so sure I agree with that decision. Um, I I was sold, kind of if, torn on that too, but then I'm like, if we left something, anything, I'm not to, not maybe not in a wall, just anywhere in this house when we sold it, we no longer own that thing. We sold the house. With That's because you're else. hoping at one point we're going to tear down that wall in the basement over there because it's going to happen. And you're hoping there's going to be a hole in it. Maybe. With money. When I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a kid, um, my mom was redoing a, a plaster wall in our house that was kind of falling apart. And so they pounded all the plaster off this wall. And inside the wall was... Newspapers? News, newspapers inside envelopes of like major events that had happened 50 years ago. It was really cool. Like that was the insulation back in the day. But this was like there was newspapers for insulation, but these were obviously how much you want to bet in an envelope. Like, they did it intentionally for like a time well, capsule sure. thing. Sure. They were building. That would be so cool if we ripped off our plaster walls. Except I am not ripping off plaster because nope. I know what's in those walls, yeah, no, thank and you. I am not about to get knee deep in debt because no. <laughs> that's about what would happen but i mean if we ripped off if we punched a hole in a wall and found a quarter we would punch holes everywhere <laughs> i don't know if i would do that for a quarter i mean you'd just be like well i'll never know what's in the rest of the wall um that quarter would have to be pretty valuable before i would continue i suppose because if the next thing's just a dollar, <laughs> yeah. unless that dollar's at least worth worth a couple thousand. Mm-mm. Not worth it. No, because it's not, we have to pay to put the wall back up. That's true. <laughs> and I mean, we know, kind of know who the original owners of the house were. We know they weren't rich. They were know? not rich. No, no. But that's my first story. I always cool. think it's interesting hearing about the stories when... When you find money so, somewhere within that, a house. That does kind of blow me away. So they found money in the house, but the owners of the house don't get the money. It goes to the original. I just, that, well, I don't if understand. if it didn't go to court, 
If they wouldn't have been fighting over it and just said, hey, listen, let's split it. Let's split it. Yeah, of course. But a judge ruled that it goes to neither of them. And that just doesn't make sense to me. But I'm not a lawyer. What do I know? The judge was probably like, oh, another pair of greedy and titled people. I'm yeah. done with this today. You know what? Let's give it back to those daughters. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. My first story. Um, you, dun, know, dun, dun. you know how yawning can be contagious, right? Yes, and there's a girl at work that we work with. She, she was actually on our show. Anytime you even say the word yawn, she yawns. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Uh, I was going to say, some, some people like can't read the word yawn. That would be yawning. her. Um, it, it even affects dogs. I, which I didn't know. Like some Ooh. some dogs will yawn if you yawn, and vice versa. You can yawn. I wish if a dog Izzy yawns. was down here today. Well, the the story I found it was a study done in 2015, and they determined that if you are a psychopath, you don't catch yawning from other people. I don't catch yawning from other people, and I am not a psychopath. <laughs> well, I. Was not aware that you don't catch yawning. I don't even, when they do the hypnosis thing, no. I don't, they, like, I know it's happening and I can turn away. They, I've never been hypnotized. The study said that contagious yawning is um, related to empathy and people, and I'm not saying you lack this in any way, shape, or form. But uh, I'm way lack, over empathetic. Yeah, I cry over every people little thing. People <laughs> who lack empathy don't catch you know, aren't don't catch people's yawns. So the the study you know found that if uh, well, it does happen sometimes, but it's rare for me to yawn when other people are yawning. Usually, I'm so busy laughing about it. Yeah, and then when people are done, I will do the <gasps> just to get yeah. them to do it again, just because it's hilarious. Like seriously. Yeah, in this study, a study was done uh, by researchers from Baylor University. They recruited 135 students and measured their personalities for uh, psychopathic traits. I'm not psychopathic. <laughs> they subjected them to a contagious yawning I don't yawning like this experiment. story. Those who scored high, high on the psychopathic scale were much less likely to catch a yawn. And previous research had shown that yawning was linked to empathy. For example, one study in children with autism were less likely to catch yawns, possibly Ooh. because they find it harder to read other people. See, I always questioned if I was autistic after our son was diagnosed. Ba- <laughs> so babies, maybe, that, maybe that's true. Babies don't catch yawns either because they haven't developed that emotional awareness until they're about four years old. So they don't catch yawns either. I didn't know that. Maybe I'm in an emotional state of childhood maybe (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a psychopath this sentence was for you this isn't to say that if someone doesn't yawn when you do they must be a psychopath it's just a symptom of that's a crappy study is what that is (laughs) (laughs) oh but it, it, it did go into you know some people read the word yawn and that's enough and like I said, dogs can can yawn, and so if you yawn the whole way through the story, you're not a psychopath. Ooh, ooh! I have to send this episode to that. <laughs> <laughs> and she is extremely empathetic too. Yes. So, so are you? This is that is definitely not your case. I was not aware that you weren't. You didn't catch. I yawns. mean, like, once in a while I, I will, but time. I have to be tired for it to happen. Oh, if I'm not tired and I see it, I will just sit there and I'm like. 
that's kind of funny. And then when the person's finished, I'll go, Oh, my favorite thing. And then thing they'll to do, do it again, and it's hilarious. My like, favorite thing to do when somebody starts yawning is you stick your finger in their mouth and, <laughs> and ruin their yawn. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've done that, and I'm like know, trying awesome. to still it, finish my yawn. And I'm like, totally what the ruins your yawn. What are awesome. you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that was me censoring myself. <laughs> Okay, well, my next story is, it's, I had no idea. So if you know about this, you have to tell me. Okay. Um, I know everything, so. (laughs) (laughs) You do know stuff I don't know, but I know stuff you don't know. So Mm -hmm. therefore, you don't know everything. Okay. Okay, so Harvard. Yes. Did you know, see, back in 1880, I defined the first year. Uh, they started taking nude photos of their freshmen as they're coming in. And <laughs> back in 1880, it's all men, of course. Yeah. Um, they did this for posture and stuff. It was more for a study type thing. So there were, they would be naked, completely naked. Okay. They would get a front view, back view, and a side view. And there would be four pins in their spine. Really? So, and there were, like, anyone who went to Harvard... Had these done until 1970. Holy cow. So, towards the end, there were females. Yeah. Well, actually, it was until 1950. And then, William Sheldon, he started a program, and he turned it into something where he was trying to do a study, and he only photographed the intellectual elite to show that their physical um, or physique looked like because he believed that they were their personalities and their postures okay kind of went hand in hand blah 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 anyways um that's not actually the case apparently there's an article from New York Times from 20 years ago and anyone can look this up i even looked it up but i was going to go with it and i'm like no this is more interesting um the great ivy league nude posture photo scandal So, Sheldon, his motives, they were purely scientific. Okay. However, he thought if he studied these elite bodies Mm -hmm. and he could figure out their postures and how they were, that he could match make people ultimately making like... To make more elite people, kind of. Make a... Better A better elite. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a superior... Kind of like a superior, smart yeah. and very good looking. <sighs> so it okay. was. It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me, I guess. But th- I just thought that was kind of crazy. Like, well, yeah, it's definitely crazy. Um, eventually, this ended because um, in the seventies, there was a girl. She went home. She was telling her parents about the photo, and of mm-hmm. course, you know, a bunch of lawyers and cops and everything went yeah. into Harvard, and they immediately burned thousands of photos. How does something like this go on for so long with nobody saying a word? Well, I wish I knew exactly why they started it. I mean, they say it's for posture, and it was just men that were getting these photos taken. You know, the teachers were just males getting this done. But I can see, I mean, especially this is Harvard. This is somewhere where tradition means something. These people live off tradition. And so they started it for that reason. But I guarantee you, after a while, it was just because this is what we do. 
Well, I'm sure it was some professor that was trying to study bone structure of some sort and scoliosis and all that Mm -hmm. may have come into play or, you know, it might have been posture. Like, what's a person's figure look Mm -hmm. like more? Do they have wider hips? Do they have narrower hips? Um, (laughs) Are they taller? Are they shorter? Are they broader shoulders? To have the good posture, like, does that play into it? But, yeah, it's, it's weird. And then what's going through my head, too, is... What if this is a teacher back in the day that was, and I have nothing against this, but Mm -hmm. that was a perv Mm -hmm. was into this kind of thing. And back in those days, though, you couldn't be open about that kind of stuff. No. So I'm like, what if this was some sort of a pleasure thing? It could have been. Very very well could have been. Who knows? Or something, or it could have just been somebody even still today where it's just perverted and... Something they enjoy. Put them in jail for it. Yep. But it, like, hundreds of different things were going through my head. Like, could have been gay and they were in the closet because in 1880, you're going to stay in that closet. Yeah, no. Um, Or they were just some... Perv. Yeah, weird. Or a teacher who is actually doing a scientist thing, and like you said, it was just, it's a tradition, tradition and it keeps going on and on and on and on. So, you know, it's a really good way to like, you know, Harvard, one of the ways they financially operate is by donations from alumni. (laughs) I can see, you know, hey, how much are you donating this year? I mean, we've got some pictures here I could release, you know, to people if you don't donate enough. <laughs> That's funny. They, no, they apparently have them all, and the Smithsonian has all these photos. Really? So, all the photos that were Crazy. not burned. So, I mean. So there's a lot of presidents in there. We had a lot of Harvard graduate presidents and, you know. George H.W. Bush. Uh, Hillary Clinton wasn't president. She went there, though. Yeah. Um, Meryl Sheep, or Steep. Yeah. <laughs> My God, Streep. Streep. <laughs> I'm, I'm half awake. <laughs> Bob Sleep. Woodward, Diane Sawyer. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on. So. so this happened to those people. Didn't Clinton, well, I said Hillary, but didn't Bill go there too? Because I thought that's where they met was in college. Bill went to, I think Bill was Yale, and then he was a Rhodes Scholar at Oxford. I don't think he went to Harvard. I think he was Yale. I could be wrong, though. For some reason, I thought they met in college. I don't know. I mean, it's possible, but I'm not positive. I have no idea. Hmm. Cool. I mean, not cool, but, you know. Interesting. Yeah. It was something I had never heard of, and I'm like, how much you want to bet he knows about this? I did not know about this one. Not at all. It sounds like something I'd be interested in read about, so I could see I that. I was like, what? It definitely caught my attention. Like, no way. So. My next story, you will hear on conspiracy theorist websites soon. I love conspiracy theories. <laughs> this is not a conspiracy theory. But what? it's going to turn into one. I guarantee it guarantee it everything lately is a conspiracy theory i feel like but so this is you know straight from so this uh, is this current news current, very current current news uh florida keys okay uh the local officials in florida have recently approved the release of 750 million mosquitoes that have been genetically modified to <gasps> reduce the local populations so i'm going to tell you what they're are actually they, doing are they 
dinosaur mosquitoes? They're not dinosaur mosquitoes. But We're going to have Jurassic Park. That is exactly what one of the people in the article was afraid of. <laughs> but that's not what's happening. Here's what's happening. I'm starting the conspiracy theories, damn it. They have a mosquito problem in the Florida Keys. It's understandable. It's a humid area. It's, you know, Swampy. lots of mosquitoes. In the Keys? And mosquitoes carry Those a lot. Those are islands, I thought. They are. They are. But there's a lot of, like, go inland just a little bit, and it's a swamp. Yeah. So, but... And mosquitoes, you know, carry a lot of diseases, of course. We just went know. through this on my Disney yep. Yep. episode. Well, what they've done is scientists have figured out a way to uh, genetically modify the, a mosquito so the male will live out its entire life and the female will die almost instantly after being hatched. Shut and up! being that the female is the only mosquito that bites... And actually, you know, causes the transmission of disease. The hope is they release all these mosquitoes, these 750 million mosquitoes, and that over time they will slowly weed out the female population as these mosquitoes breed with those females Wait. and pass on the genetic traits. In in the ecosystem, why do we need mosquitoes? Though? I don't know. I really don't. I've never been able to figure out why we need mosquitoes. But there's always a reason. I know, there's always a reason, and I don't know what it is. And some people are definitely afraid that this could have setbacks that we haven't thought of. or we. That's don't what know. I'm trying to yeah. say right now. Like, no, the I ecosystem, agree. it's like um, the bees right now, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. They pollinate our flowers. Mm -hmm. They pollinate the food. However, because of all the pesticides, it's killing off the bees. That has a huge impact mm -hmm. yes it does on our ecosystem mosquitoes don't pollinate something but it makes me wonder is this going to affect some sort of a bird that eats the mm -hmm. mosquitoes or is this going to affect something that i have no clue why we need <laughs> mosquitoes well i wish we didn't have mosquitoes in but it makes me go what part of the ecosystem do they follow yeah, this this activist group that's really worried about something happening they they were quoted said they thought this was a jurassic park experiment and they warned of possible damage i am not an environmentalist though and potential creation of a hybrid insecticide resistant mosquito by doing this so it might be harder to kill off future generations because this mosquito was genetically modified but I, if it's harder really to kill them off and they're not able to breed because the females are dying off yeah. so fast they're eventually just going to die, die off. off. That, and I mean, that's the plan. Um, <laughs> and they're, pla <laughs> they're planning on doing it. They're, they're releasing the mosquitoes early next year. Uh, the U.S. Environmental Agency granted per permission to the British-based uh, company, Oxitec, to produce the genetically... Well, I really hope they did their research on the ecosystem so and too, how it would really affect things. I, as I read this story, and I thought it was a cool story and really interesting, and then I thought, oh my gosh... This is going to go to another level. This is going to go to the level of the people who are afraid of 5G. The government is putting fake mosquitoes out there to control your minds. and to, That's where this is going to go. Well, if it gets in your house, you know there's, they're all microchipped. Yeah, they probably got cameras in every one of them, too. Ooh, we're starting these conspiracy <laughs> theories. Yeah. No, yeah. but that that is a serious concern, and it's not that I'm an environmentalist. Yes, I do care about the environment, but at the same time, I care about the environment because I know some little teeny tiny thing 
can affect a mm. big thing. Yeah. It like it's like the butterfly effect. Something the, so small can make a big impact. One of the uh, scientists at Oxitec told AP News that they have released over a billion mosquitoes over the years, and there has been no risk to the environment or humans in any region they've done it so far. So. Well, they need to bring that up here then. Yeah, I, I'd like to see the mosquitoes up here go away. That's for sure. Or at least cut in half. Yeah. I could live with half. Yeah, me too. So yeah, my mosquito story. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, Jurassic Park. That's funny that somebody else even said mm-hmm. that. That was hilarious. Well, hopefully we have released all the conspiracies. So Hopefully. Pass it on. Pass it on. <laughs> And if somebody wants to know where it started, it started here. Send them this way. <laughs> we'll get some more followers. <laughs> <laughs> I like followers, just not the stalker type. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my next story, depending on your age, you are probably knew this happened. Okay. Okay, so did you know, this is the other story I'm wondering if you knew. I did not know this. Okay. Uh, the Niagara Falls ran dry. No. Not once, but twice. No way. So, um. Weird. There was a time, and one was intentionally and one was not. So, back in 1800s or whatever it was, um, Erie pushed out a canal, which now is the Niagara Falls. Mm -hmm. That's how it came about. It was just. That's how it happened. It was all nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and Niagara Falls, at one time, or the first time that it's been recorded anyways, um, dried up because Erie froze. So no water was oh. going into the falls. So people were able to see the boulders below and everything. Yeah. Well, then back in 19, let's see, 1969, I think I would have remembered that year, <laughs> um, they actually put dams up because um previously i think it was 1951 1931 um there were boulders that had fell because it the falls had collapsed because mm-hmm. niagara falls is running water so of course the rocks and everything are like erosion's gonna happen and everything's going to smooth out it's like you throw a rough rock in the water and mm-hmm. after a while it it's a nice polished yeah. rock yep. of some sort so niagara falls with that said has moved seven miles back Holy since cow. it's been created or since it started wow so this is a natural process for the niagara falls to continue to move back mm-hmm. well they shut off the water in 1969 by putting up two dams and there's a picture I printed a picture off so you Ooh, can see I the like picture. Um, so you can see where the two dams are. And then yep. all the boulders, because it had collapsed, the falls had collapsed. Okay. And their plan was to move the boulders out of there. They decided to leave it there because they decided they didn't know what the consequence would be, if it would speed up the process or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um during that time, they decided they wanted to slow the process of the falls moving back. Okay. So they did and en- did some engineering work to it to try to slow the process of it. Because eventually, I mean, there is no, not going to be a Niagara There's Falls. There's not going to be a falls eventually. It's just going to be a yeah. 
so they wanted to slow it down because it's a huge attraction for people to go yeah. see. So I thought that was kind of cool. Like that is cool. I've never heard of the Niagara I Falls. Like had no idea being shut off, but they're talking about doing it in the near future, and they think that is going to draw a lot of people because back then it drew a lot of people. Oh, I'm sure people that wanted to go see that would be huge. Like definitely would draw a lot of people. You probably want to do that, you know, post COVID. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't know if it would, if pe- why people would want to come see a bunch of rocks underneath. So, because it'd be cool to see. I know, like, but I've never seen it. Waterfall, like I don't know. I think it'd be cool. It's a cliff. I know, <laughs> but it's a very famous like cliff. <laughs> I know. I know. So, I thought that was kind of cool, though. I was like, what? That is cool. That is definitely cool. So, the Niagara Falls just stops sometimes? (laughs) That is so crazy. But, yeah. I suppose the the freezing over really made sense to me. Like, I get it. You know, that makes sense. So, if you ever want to see it dried up, just watch in recent news, or in recent, within the next couple of years, they mm. said, and this article is written in 2019, okay. and they said within the next few years, they plan to plan put to the bands up again. And it, I think that it had something to do with bridge work or something, so it's probably only going to last one summer. Okay. So start saving your dollars if you want to go see it all dried up. Hmm. <laughs> cool, so. cool. My last story. I've read a million stories like this. I don't think I've ever brought one to the show, but you read about these every once in a while. <sighs> and every time I do, it makes it freaks me out just a little bit more. You're a psychopath. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, this story is about a woman uh, two weeks ago in Detroit. She's 20 years old, and she became unresponsive. Paramedics tried to revive the woman for 30 minutes. Uh, They couldn't revive her. They consulted an emergency room doctor, and she was declared dead (gasps) at the scene. Was this recently? Yeah, this is very recently. I heard about this. Um, (laughs) The Oakland County Medical Examiner's Office said the body could be released to the family without an autopsy, and it was sent to the morgue. Where she later was found awake. The staff at the morgue unzipped the body bag, and she was breathing. Yup. I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. I read this earlier. I actually saved that, but I couldn't remember what the story was even about or where I saved it. They were literally about to embalm her. Could you imagine? Like, that would... Thank God God. they embalm nowadays. Yes. Yes. They, They said they unzipped the body bag... And literally, her eyes popped open, and she started breathing. And I just can't imagine, first of all, I mean, obviously for that person, oh my God, it's horrible. At least they were, you know, out cold for most of it, (laughs) at least. And thank goodness, they're now alive, and, you know, everything's fine. But could you imagine, even as a family member, like... Going through this loss, and then it's like, just kidding, she's alive. And then all of a sudden, like, if that happened to anybody in my life, when I found out they were alive, I would be 100% positive that I'm dreaming, and it's not real, because that just doesn't happen. (laughs) It'd be like, (laughs) Like, is this a flippin' joke? Yeah. 
Or I'd be upset thinking that it played a prank on me in the first place and never really died. If you're getting a call from the morgue to come get your family member, I would say this is not funny. Yeah, this no. went too far. And no, it's not a joke, though. Yeah, no, definitely not. And I mean, this is obviously not a joke. The paramedics were at her house. She wasn't breathing. They couldn't revive her. And it's crazy how the body can sustain itself without signs of life for long enough that you can be declared dead brought to the morgue it makes me wonder though if she's like brain damaged or not like yeah, that, it, was she getting the oxygen she needed that i'm not sure the story didn't go into anything about how she was doing now um the story i was reading was more about the investigation they were having at the uh the fire department that sent her to the morgue i wonder uh, if she's gonna be on like she, tv just, talking about her experience. I'm like, sure if she wants to be, she can. You know, I don't know. She, I just woke up at the morgue. What? Yeah. What more do you want? They took me <laughs> to the hospital. I don't remember any of it. I was dead. <laughs> it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. How you can just be dead and like that close to like. I mean, <laughs> they still start the embalming process. It's over. You're not coming. Oh, back. it's over at that point. <laughs> you know, and oh, that's just very, very, very glad to hear that. You know, they caught it in time. And this person got to live. Whew. That yeah. was close. It's a, a crazy final story for the night, but that's that lady's uh, like a cat. Yes, yes. She, she definitely has eight used, lives left. <laughs> I was gonna say she definitely used one of her lives. There might have been a couple lives used there. I mean that's <laughs> I think I'm like a cat too, but I'm way past <laughs> one life. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a, a good handful of them used, so yeah. Who knows? I might be next. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> you're just like, if you're going to be next, you better do it before that life insurance policy <laughs> drops because uh, <laughs> you're not even worth it at that point. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to send us a message, comment on anything, ask us, ask, ask us a question, share a story with us, you can always send us an email to outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com. Or you can always just tell me how wonderful I am, and Al has a lot of work to do. Yeah, I know. And you can come to our Facebook page and message us there. Leave a comment stating these things at Outlandish Outcast Podcast. Definitely like, 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 and share those stories away. And if you go to our Facebook page, she will definitely be the one reading it, because I am never on there. But... I am on the Twitter account. But I would share it with you. I'd like, you would. Look, look, Alan. <laughs> you would. I'm the amazing one, and like they said, you suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on Twitter at Outlandish Casts. Or you can come to Instagram and follow us there at Outlandish Outcast Podcast. Or leave us a rating and review in whatever platform you're listening to this show on. Yay, we made it through that. Yes, we did. I now think we, we just to need to like, record now i'm awake now oh well <laughs> so we should always do this record about a half hour after you wake up no <laughs> no because it was probably a little meh yeah right yeah. away from the beginning good. it was good it helps when you put some alcohol in your drink that helps that helps i hope <laughs> i hope everybody that listened to this enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed doing it uh for sure and then we will see you guys next yep. week thank you very much have a good week everybody bye